Season 4, Episode 8, The Trap. Welcome to Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You. I am Alejandro Vivanco, your host. How are you doing today? What has been happening in these weeks of discovery? How have you been handling life? Have you made any changes thus far? Are you becoming more aware of your thoughts? Have you let go of those who hurt you? Are you still blaming others for your life? Who is living rent-free in your mind today? There is another unconscious trap we may find ourselves in during our lives. We may be involved in other people's lives so much that we not only forget about our own, but we start to morph into a moral mouthpiece that points fingers at others. This serves us in some way, of course. We do not do anything unconscious for free. It reaffirms our position as the victims or it perpetuates the image of the broken ones. We attach ourselves to other people's stories to forget about our own. Unfortunately, they only make us remember our own. My mother has three sisters in total. She is the oldest. They have had a tumultuous life. They have stabbed each other in the back, tried to control each other's lives, helped one another, lied to each other, etc. It has always been a complicated relationship, to say the least. My mother assumed the mother role in all of their lives at some point due to my grandmother's incompetence. She couldn't be a woman in charge. It is a bit more complex than that statement, but it will do for now. By the way, I love my grandmother. The two younger sisters stayed behind, north of Peru, and the two older sisters went to the city. There was always a wound that was being displayed on the table, but no one wanted or was able to see it. The jealousy and envy from the younger ones towards the older ones. Unfortunately, my grandfather displayed a lot of favoritism in his relationship with his daughters, and he died at a young age. So the youngest daughters were not able to enjoy his presence as much as my mom and aunt. Furthermore, my mom was born into a family with money, and she was able to enjoy the perks of that lifestyle. The youngest ones were not able to do the same. My mom's and aunt's life were seemingly stable in the world of money. Overall, the scales balance themselves out when you put them in perspective. Even though there have been ups and downs in the material realm, things have turned out for the better economically. Unfortunately, my two aunts, the younger ones, were not able to ever enjoy that, something they were really striving to obtain, stability. So both of them operated always from that I am not good enough wound and I deserve what you have. By all means, They were going to get what they wanted, regardless of the damage they may cause others. I can't see why they have stolen from my mom and try to scam the family. I understand why they carry so much hate in their hearts for my mother and aunt. They have no one to take their childhood pain out on. My mother and aunt are the perfect representation of the parents they long to have. They both assumed the parental roles and were always there to save the youngest ones when they got into some mess, even if it meant that the ones being hurt were them. 
But just like any unconscious parent, they try to control the younger sisters because they thought they knew best. No one ever told them that it was not their responsibility to care for them in that manner. They were older. They didn't know better. But they were going to listen to them either way. The foundation was broken from the beginning. How can you truly listen to and follow guidance from people you envy and ultimately hate? It's impossible. But it was a truth that none of them were willing to accept. The problem with believing and being loyal to a family member is that we believe that because she's my mother, father, brother, sister, uncle, or cousin, we must be there at all times through thick and thin. We may see the toxic patterns of behavior where they lie to us, steal from us, create constant conflict, diminish us, abuse others, but we will turn a blind eye to it because we will be operating from the this is my family slogan. And yes, these are our family members. We can love them and want what's best for them. But why do we allow them to take advantage of us and sacrifice our own mental health to maintain these rotten relationships? Think about it. If you replace the actions of, let's say, your mother or father with a total stranger from the street, you would not put up with a lot of what has been done to you. But we add that layer of emotional attachment where we blind ourselves completely because we're looking for that connection. And even when we have had enough and decide to walk away, we carry guilt or shame because society has taught us to be loyal to our family. And that loyalty is internalized as stay always around and forgive them if they walk all over you because you owe it to them. They are your family. We need to practice loyalty to ourselves first and stop being the enablers of cycles we complain about. That's a start. My mother would complain about these two sisters because she didn't see any change in them even though she had been helping them for a long time, providing opportunities for them to walk through life safely and make something out of themselves. My mom was attached to that idea of needing reassurance that her help was working. I've told you before, we're getting something out of anything we give space or put our energy towards, consciously or unconsciously. So my mom was blinded by her quest to help them instead of seeing the truth. She knew their character was shady and they were going to probably try and scam someone, but underneath she wanted to believe that they were going to change. For many years she stayed in these relationships and complained about them, wasted her time and energy trying to help two people that resented her since childhood. Until one day, pushed to the limit of course, she finally blocked them from her life. I've told you many times. The universe, God, karma, whatever you believe in, will teach you the lesson you need to learn. And if you do not listen to the signs or see the writing on the wall, best believe the tower will crumble down as many times as needed until you stop fighting with the lesson and open yourself up to receiving it. My mother understood that she was a part of the problem. She was enabling them constantly. When things started to go well for them, they would start doing their shady business. When things fell apart, they would come crying back to her asking for help. For over 40 years this had been happening and she couldn't get away from the cycle, a big one. She was always overcompensating for the lack of parenting at home, 
the absence of a mother and father that she knew they had experienced and she was connecting with them in that way. She brought the family dynamics at home outside. When they were all in the same city, they repeated the same patterns just like if they were at home back north. And that became a huge burden on her. But it's not over. Because once she cut them off, they kept showing their true feelings and colors. They had been showing them for over 40 years, but this time my mom had her eyes open to that fact. She was willing to no longer look away and justify their speech. I had already told my mom that she shouldn't engage in any arguments or talk about them in any way, shape, or form because that gives them something to talk about. It keeps the cycle going. And I was surprised that after a while she followed through with my advice. But the sisters would tell anyone they would see on the streets how awful and terrible my mom was. They would look for any opportunity to keep the fight going. Remember that my mom had agreed to the role she played as the enabler and these two sisters had become accustomed to arguing so that they could feel heard. When they were all in the house while they were growing up, all eyes were on my mom, not on them. My mom was the favorite and they internalized that they were not being seen or heard. The only moments they got negative attention, but attention nevertheless, from their father was when they would misbehave and had to be punished. Again, they were acting out what had worked in the past and what they knew was effective. But once you remove that person that will give you the attention you're looking for, you will keep repeating the same strategies to get what you want, attention. The problem is that in their quest to vilify my mother, they were showing their true colors over and over again. In vilifying my mother and my aunt, they were hoping people would be on their side and believe that my mom was awful or my aunt was a monster. Unresolved trauma and issues will make you do anything to reassure yourself as the victim. The problem is that my mom and aunt were painted as two evil humans now that they were not providing any help to these sisters. They were not giving them any economic help. They were not receiving what they wanted, so they acted out like kids and started to show how they truly felt without understanding that it may not be appropriate to tell mutual friends how much hate you have in your heart. Yet here we are. Something they did not see is that if you keep calling someone the bad guy to the point of you starting to tell others they are the bad guy and then lashing out at the world because you are a victim and it's their fault how your life turned out, then probably you are the bad guy you're referring to, sort of speak. Using their language, of course. If you keep calling someone a witch, but you are the one casting spells, maybe you are the witch. You show the world with your behavior who you are because it reflects your inner world. If they were so evil, so mean and disgusting, then why not keep that same energy when they were helping you both? Why not say, I would rather not be involved with any of you because you're evil. Instead, you benefited from the help they provided, although deep down there were unresolved issues that needed to be addressed. So when the party stopped, the lights were turned on, all of a sudden they are the devil and they are out scaring you all. That is why I do not believe this whole idea of loyalty in relationships that are based on convenience. 
Once one person stops receiving or benefiting from you, trust and believe that they will show their true colors and you will wake up and realize that the relationship was not all about that love people love to preach on social media. It was about convenience. When I'm not able to do something for you, that I want to see how you act. That is a truth that we do not want to see. Everything is fun in games until the party stops and someone feels like they are not having fun anymore. Instead of making others look evil and paint them in a negative light, hold yourself accountable first. If you find yourself talking bad about others constantly, whether they are in your life or not, then that shows who you are. It says more about you than them. Do not fall into the they are the bad guys trap because deep down you will convince yourself that in your story, you are the good guy. No, stop it. Tell the truth. My mom and aunt were not the good guys or the bad guys. They did some things that helped but also harmed others. But how will vilifying both of them help you, younger sisters, grow? If you keep acting the same after someone has left, then look in the mirror because there is something unbalanced within you. I heard a long time ago, and I didn't understand it like I do now. When a man or a woman starts a new relationship and all they do is talk badly about their ex, and you take sides and ride that wave of choosing sides, chances are they will do the same thing to you once they leave you. Of course, that is a part of their character. What makes anyone think that they won't vilify you too? What makes you think that they will have loyalty to you and respect you once they no longer get from you what they want or need? Eventually, the other shoe has to drop. The truth must come out. So be mindful and choose wisely who you let in your life. Do not let in people who badmouth others. What you allow in your space, somewhere in you, there is a space that is aligning with those negative thoughts that negative speech. Check yourself and start to work from within. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And with that, I say till next time. Bye.